Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns, so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Motivational Monday, and these are words of motivation or movement. Today is how to improve your life. Now, so much has been written about that, so I will not even pretend to act like I know what is actually going to improve all of our lives. But this is just an assimilation of the many different things that I've read and know from just experience and life experience and reading and and whatnot. Um, And I've boiled it down to, of course, an acronym, IMPROVE. Improving is just this idea that there's not a perfection, but that it is a process. And I think the more we wrap our head around that and embrace it, the the better off we are. That there's not an ending to the work that needs to be done and how we behave, how we move, how we respond, and how we live our lives. There's always room for improvement. And that's a good thing um, because that's what that that means that we're striving striving to be better than we were even yesterday. So improve. Here we go. This is, I will say, it's really fun because I see people take these acronyms, they write them down, they make them into you know a little drawing, they put them up. And that is really part of my intention is this is what I do as well. I write down things, I post them because those little post-it notes or pages or drawings that you make and, and have these kind of words on them are reminders, reminders uh, to, to do these things. So it helps us to have these kind of things that are um, keeping us accountable, but also reminding us because we can get our head in a space where we're not thinking about all these improvements. And this sometimes is just enough just to look at it and, and, and 
kind of bring us back to this place. So I hope you do that, write this down and share with friends. I is, there's only one improvement I'm going to say, and I, improve your self-love. This is number one. Improve your self-love. To do anything well in life, and that is giving well, performing well, loving well, um, receiving, giving, all of it, you first have to improve your own self-love. And there's a lot of reasons why, but I think the fundamental reason comes down to this. If you feel good about yourself, if you speak kindly to yourself, if you're pull, if you are your own like best cheerleader, then you have a lot more energy and love to give to others. If on the other hand, you are not um, kind to yourself, if you don't practice this idea of self-love, then you are not only bringing yourself down and, and hurting you, but you are inevitably hurting your capability and your possibility and potential to, to be there for others in a different way. So it benefits everybody if we work on improving our own self-love. There's lots of technique techniques for this. One is just observing, observing your thoughts and observing your habits. Observe the habits of your thoughts, how easily you might put yourself down or how easily um, you will criticize or not be able to take a compliment. And instead, there's a difference between being cocky and just being confident and, and, and really loving yourself. And that's a good thing. We need more people on the planet who are loving themselves because when we love ourselves, again, we have much more energy to give to others because we're not kind of consumed in this negative self-talk. So you have to first observe what you're saying to yourself, what you're doing, some of our behaviors, some of our bad habits, certainly some of the not so healthy addictions. These are all ways that we're not really um, serving ourselves and giving the best self-love we can. So observe, and instead of judging yourself about it, just think, I want to be my best friend. I want to stop that. When I when I hear myself say something, choose something different. Look at yourself and think about one thing that you love. Think about the things in your life, what you do really well, and identify your talent. You have at least one really good, talented thing about you. And, and really cheer yourself on about that instead of, um, bemoaning and criticizing the other things. So this could be its own podcast, but improve your self-love and first do it by observing how you speak to yourself. M of improve, make space for healing. Make space for healing. I do this through movement and I really recommend that. Movement is going to energize your body. It's, it's also going to literally circulate the energy more. When we have stagnancy, when we have stuckness, that's an energetic state, but movement can help that. And then that can help you bring in literal and metaphorical and metaphysical space for healing to occur. Whether it's a physical or emotional healing, the first thing you need to do is make space for it. So that's making space in your body, but also make space in your daily life, in your practices. Where do you need to um, make space for healing, whether it's meditation or movement or journaling, whether it's 
therapy or walking in nature or all of the above, whether it's singing, dancing, but make space for healing because healing, we all have things we need to heal and they can, it's all a spectrum, but we need to heal the wounds that might become scars and harden us. And we don't want that to happen. And that's part of that improving of the self-love is making space for healing. P, practice compassion. Compassion is when you care so much about another person, another being, that you are you are hurt, like you are really hurt by them when when they are hurt, and you want the love for that being, like you would want to give, be given to you. And so, practicing compassion is so beautiful. It's like really being affected by others. And the, the beautiful thing about that is you open your heart automatically because you are letting in uh, many more beings, not just people and not just people that you're familiar with who look like you or have the same opinions as you, but um, people of all different backgrounds. This also applies to ant species, like other animals, other beings, other sentient beings, and how when we practice compassion, we want for those beings the same love and care and lack of violence and pain and suffering that we would want for ourselves. So we really extend this, this to um, a much larger circle. And practicing compassion is literally going to grow your heart. And it goes back to what we were born with, which I believe everyone comes into the world with this really open heart. and. Um, life happens and where culture culture happens we've been conditioned to separate people and species and that allows us to treat people or species differently but practicing compassion is is saying no we're going to treat all with the same degree of love and kindness so it, it literally grows the heart r rely on techniques for hardship and tr- stress So have some reliable techniques that you are going to really lean on when you go through times of hardship or stress, because that's going to happen. And it's really great to have a protocol for stress, because if you don't, you get sucked right in with it. And this just have your have your checklist have your techniques that you do whether it's you know deep breathing going and being by yourself cleaning up your room getting a massage on and on and on there's so many different ways there's no right or wrong but what works really well for you when you are feeling the elements of hardship or stress what are the techniques that you can rely on and it's great to have your kind of bucket list that you know that because when you don't have it you feel like you're kind of drowning without a life preserver and there's no need for that if you have some preparation and so prepare in your mind like what helps you when you know you've been feeling dark or lonely or stressed anxious down what are what are the things your go to because when you have those when you rely on them they also then become these it becomes like a feedback loop. Like this is the 
medicine, quote unquote, that you take when you're feeling those things. All right, we're on O. Open your mind and heart to possibility. When we have an open heart and mind, which is not always easy, there is so much growth and improvement available to us versus contracting, contracting metaphorically in our heart and our mind, having that rigid mindset and not believing that anything else could possibly exist outside of that. This is hard stuff, right? It's so easy to have a rigid mindset, a rigid belief system, and not ever think, well, what if there was another point of view, you know, or um, maybe I should open my heart to this person who seems like I just don't want to take on. They just seem like they're very needy or whatever it is. It's just being op- or open-hearted, just not in the sense that you're going to bring them in the circle, but at least give them kindness and compassion, even if they are so not your person, not not the type of person you'd hang out with. We have a lot of, we kept practice potentials for this a lot in today's world because there's so many schisms, there's so many, so much division and divisiveness. And the thing is, if I have someone near me who has a very, very different point of view, it's really easy to be venomous and hate and hateful. That's that's easy. That's an easy path to take. But ultimately, only it might injure that person a little bit, but it really injures me or you, whoever's being that way. So opening your mind and heart to possibility, to anything, anything you want to dream of, anything you want to be, and how you want to be for the people around you and the world around you. Um, this is this is really important in this day of environmental deluge and of of we are hearing day by day more and more horrific news about the environment and it's so easy to just close our ears and bury our head in the sand and just think well that's probably not going to happen in my lifetime or whatever it is that's super easy to do and it's you know it's kind of more convenient to do but to open our heart and mind to the possibility possibility of all kinds of things. Like maybe we can make some small changes or maybe we can make some huge changes by by really thinking that whatever small amount we do can end up being a large, have a large impact in the world. So we need more of that. V, okay, we're getting there. We have two more. V, veer away, veer away, that means get away or redirect yourself. Veer away from negative um, energy, and people. Oof. So that's kind of seems con- contradictive to being open your mind and heart. No, you can have an open mind and heart and there can be those people around you, but then there's other people that are just, they're like vexations to the spirit. And, and this could be like somebody right in front of you or like somebody on the news or whatever it is. Really veer away from that because you will take it on whether you think you're going to or not. And you're going to have enough people that you that just you might slam up against in life that uh, you you don't have the opportunity to veer away. But at a certain point, when you're again, I think the more self love you do, the more you will be you will be finely or finer tuned into 
energy around you and where you want to be. And you will choose not to be around that negative energy. You will just choose it because when you care more about yourself and you're improving your own self-love, you're, you're going to not want to be in that negative space. So finally, E, evolve. Evolve and know that change is both a practice and a state of being. We are, it is what, it's like taxes and death. The other thing that we know that is um, an absolute is change. Change will always happen, even if we try our hardest for it not to. So why not be the kind of leader and pioneer of this change? And take it on as a as a duty for our own self improvement. That we're looking for. I who would want to be exactly as they were two years ago, even if that was a wonderful place to be. It's it's this. We're in a different day, a different age. We're maybe with different people, and we're in a different time. So we have to evolve, and that might mean that the wonderful person we were two years ago was like, I was having a great life, but I wasn't actually um, tuned into the people around me and what was happening in the world. So ultimately, yeah, we have to evolve. We have to evolve our um, the way we interact with others, the way we respond, and, and our ultimate mission in life, which is this, and in yoga, is this pursuit of, of a higher consciousness, a higher state of being. And that is being more aware and more um, observant. And that will happen as we evolve more and more and shed all the stuff that we don't need to. So let's all work on improving. This is, we're coming into a new decade very soon. And it, I look at that as a great opportunity. These are just markers of time. But in our own kind of way we live our lives, our rituals and just observing how we can improve in all the ways that make us better humans, better partners, and um, better you know, beings on this earth because we need more and more of that. So that's my big cry for today. Go out and let's all work on improving. Maybe write this acronym down and, and tell me some ways that you think would be great to improve. I'm always pulling for you feel free to write me at laura and movementbylaura.com and check in on my lit daily for lots, lots of great classes, anatomy-based library, and so many more classes that we're adding all the time. And if you have any suggestions for that, also write me and let me know. Okay. Thank you from me to you. Lots of hugs. Let's all improve. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.